Welcome to the podcast, Leadership is the Conversation, a free-form discussion among business executives on leadership development. In today's podcast, we have joining us Jackie Jones, Manager of Property, Commercial, and SIU Claims. Also in our podcast are longtime management and leadership experts Ron Kripe and Tom Meyer of Equus Consulting. And I'm your host, Rick Ainsworth. Our topic today is about our title, Leadership is the Conversation, and exactly what that encompasses. So let's start our conversation. Um, start with you, Tom. Uh, what does the phrase leadership and conversation mean to you? We explored that idea. Actually, Ron and I explored that idea. When it all boils down to it, there is leadership is a conversation. It's not... Uh, it's not a book. It's not necessarily even, um, in my opinion, a philosophy. It, it's getting someone into a conversation with someone else that could be their me- mentor, their peer, an accountability partner around a conversation about leadership. What does it look like? Um, how do you lead effectively? W- what did the decisions um, look like that you make when you're in a leadership position? Uh, what's the criteria that you use to make those conversations or those decisions? So it's it's more just um, carving out a, a space for that conversation intentionally to happen versus just you know figuring that I'll read a book and I'll get it. Well, yeah, you might get the concepts, but that doesn't necessarily right. mean concepts are going to be applicable. It's it's within the context of a relationship and a conversation that the concepts turn into or morph into true leadership behaviors. So it's kind of more of an organic type relationship, not, not um, necessarily academic or theoretical, more organic. Yeah, so absolutely. what I'm hearing. Absolutely. So, Ron, Ron you're the, the second half of, of Equus here. What does that mean to you? It's Again, it's something you can't you know get from some outside resource. It's, uh, it's a conversation to help you make a higher stakes decision, some of the tougher decisions that managers and leaders are faced with, you know, having that soundboard with a skilled listener and a skilled questioner able to arrive at a good decision or at least a good, a really good start on solving a tough problem. Again, I think both parties in the conversation may not really know exactly what the outcome will be, but, but, you know, that's part of the goal is to kind of work together and arrive at something that'll work. So it's more of, of trying to get to a solution. Uh, right, absolutely. Through, through the conversation, and Jackie, I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of look at you um, because you you've worked with Equus Consulting before in a, a couple of different capacities. So when you hear the phrase "leadership is the conversation," how does that how does that come to you? To place my answer into context, I'm approaching this as someone who's been at a crossroads myself as far as in a production setting okay and you know equus was available to me to talk out my solution basically uh like ron uh like ron referred to and when you are in an industry like ours there's two sides to everything right Mm -hmm. there's the world one there's the production side and then there's moving on up the leadership side. Tom actually gave me a book to read by Marshall Goldsmith. It was called what got you here. Won't get you there. Right. And that was, that came out of just 
conversations with Tom talking about what I was struggling with. What did I need to work on? What were my roadblocks? And you, you go to school. If you're lucky, you get to go to college, you graduate, you, you get into the industry, you find your destiny. And it sounds all great, but it doesn't work out that way, right? You can trip over yourself, you can get in your own way. Um, and humans need other humans, right? We're talking about in the time of COVID, we're struggling with this concept that we can't get together. We can't, you know, we can't physically reach out to one another and be in the same room. And so leadership is the conversation. When it comes to a business standpoint and working with Equus, it is the other half you need. You know, we often confuse leadership with production, right? You, you, right. you find someone that's a high producer, you're like, that person's a leader, let's promote them. And that doesn't necessarily equate. And so that's where Equus steps in to say, you know, you need to have conversations about this. Just because you're good over here doesn't mean that you're ready to do this or you, do you even like this? Leadership is the conversation to me is it's the second piece of your professional self, right? You the, right. Do following the instructions, being the producer, that's one part. The other space is talking it out with somebody, talking about the conversations, learning concepts, and figuring out what is it that you're meant to do. Okay, one of the things that was probably I, more winded than what you wanted. No, but. no, no. That's exactly <laughs> perfect. Uh, perfect. One of the things I, I picked up or what I kind of want to follow up with you on is uh, you talk a little bit about um, in the conversation with Equus helping, and it sounded like you were saying helping identify what some of the issues and the problems you were facing are. Is that part of that conversation is, okay, I've, I've got an issue, you know, in how do I react as a leader to this issue and having that ability to talk it out with someone else? Yeah, and I think, so in every organization, Every leader is going to have something that they're naturally strong at, and they don't need help with that. I'm talking about like natural strengths, right? Whether you're going to okay. be a collaborator or you're going to be a better uh, director or, you know, whatever your style is. But everybody always has something that they're unsure of. At work, often, when you're in a leadership role, you know, they give you the employee handbook. You know how to make the buttons, right? Yeah, right? But there is this huge, and it doesn't matter what you're doing, whether you're you know, in construction, insurance, finance, whatever, there is a gray area where there is no handbook. You, you need someone to talk out some of these things. Some people that have more experience than you, um, some people that have been there before, and other people that just understand, okay, this person is an extrovert, so she's saying this, or, or maybe this is her experience, or this guy's an introvert, and so I need to get this out of him to figure out what's really going on. All your personality, your life experience, your inexperience, it all boils up into your decision-making capabilities. So everybody needs a sounding board um, and someone that's skilled in that area of dealing with other humans to, um, to, to get the result that you need or the guidance that you need to be an effective leader. Great. All great points. Yeah. Well, and just to build on that a little bit, it's um, most of the conversations that I find myself in with leaders 
you know, we'll talk about like I'm I'm working with a, an insurance company out west right now, and we're doing their strategic plan, and we're walking through 40x, and you know, they're having all the normal conversations about what targets do we set, how do we hit those targets, what are the lead and like measures, how effective are those? That's all business conversation, and it's necessary, and it's appropriate, and it's and it is to Jackie's point, perfectly timed with production. I always know I'm going to be in a leadership conversation when the CEO at the end of the call says, "Hey Tom, can you stay on for just a couple of minutes?" <laughs> right. I wanted. Yeah. Yeah. I need that's to when talk. the real conversation. That, that's when I know right? we're going to be in a leadership conversation yeah. because mm-hmm. there is something that he is up against, usually from a people standpoint, and and he know either he knows what to do and he just has has to have some sort of validation or, or affirmation, or he really doesn't know what to do and he just needs another uh, person. And Jackie, you mentioned experience, which I think is critically important. Um, I, sometimes I think just an outside perspective is as important. You know, I don't have the experience of having been in a C-level position, but I do know the questions I need to ask. I do know how to help somebody with my social work and counseling background through a really sticky situation that mm-hmm. they need to think through all facets of. And and sometimes um, the world can get really tight and really myopic when you're not um, thinking through something to the full depth of understanding the problem. And, and I think that's, that's where those leadership conversations right. kick in. And um, there was, I was thinking as Jackie was talking about, you know, sometimes there isn't, uh, there isn't an answer in the handbook. Um, I heard a quote years ago, which was know when to have a policy and know when to have a conversation. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Because the policies but can't yeah. cover everything. Yeah. Well, well and, and to your point, uh, I think what Jackie was talking about earlier, um, when you talk about production and policies, those, those are, uh, business specific procedures. Yep, and and you can write a procedure. Sure, it, it has nothing to do with human relation; it just has to do with with production. And with leadership, you're talking human relations, and and a relationship is a two way street, right? I mean, right. Well, and yeah, absolutely. And it and it's not only a two way street; it's a highly visible street. When the higher you get in any organization. What I think leaders don't necessarily always think about is the level of visibility of their decision making and the level of visibility of their leadership wake. You can think very carefully through a problem. Um, You can think through a situation that you have with an employee. What sometimes you can't think through is not only am I trying to solve this issue with this one person. Right. I'm trying to get them to produce or I'm trying to get them to, you know, into some place of compliance with a policy or whatever the issue is. How you handle that person and how you handle that situation, the higher you get in the organization becomes visible to a whole lot of people. And that becomes your leadership brand. And that's a lot of what I think we help people think through, not just you can talk to your husband or your wife or a good friend about what do I do in this situation. But but you need somebody else to think through some of those issues in almost a 3D strategically driven sort of way. Like, okay, well, if I do it this way, what's the downstream effect there? Right. If if I go in hard, hot and heavy, what's that downstream what's effect look happen? like? And and what, what kind of negative tarnish could that put on my leadership brand if 
I'm putting myself out there always as someone that's fair and equitable and reasonable. And yet we all know sometimes you have to go in hot and heavy with a certain person or a certain type of situation. So it's just, it gets very complicated very quickly. Ron, you've been awful quiet here. Well, it's been really good, really good uh, conversation. And I've been listening and taking notes here. But what kind of came to my mind, several things, I'm trying to put them in a logical order but one one thing that came to mind was as you know some leaders as they rise to the organization for whatever reason may have never gotten any real feedback from their from within the organization very true um, and and we've run into a lot of leaders in the tops of organizations that are asking for you know 360s and Hogan feedback for their direct reports but but they're not doing one on themselves and so what i hope we can be you know equus what we try to be and what we i think our goal is to be as supportive of those kind, those folks, a safe place for those leaders who have nowhere else to go, and their chances of getting honest feedback are, are slim inside the organization. So I hope we can be a safe place for them and also challenge their thinking when necessary, help them raise their own awareness. Very, very good point. I can add one thing. I do uh-huh. think where Equus shines, and this is from Ron, Tom, Jim, everyone, you're really good at when you see someone that comes to you for help, you know where they're talented and you're really good at listening to them and figuring out a solution that not only fits their style, but it enhances their abilities. If that makes sense, you're, you're really good at helping someone develop so that it's natural. It's not, Oh, uh, Rick got promoted and now he's drinking the Kool-Aid. Right. Does, does well, that make I, sense? It's it, very authentic. And well, again, that kind of wraps back to why it has to be a conversation. You know, you're not gonna you're not gonna develop just overnight by re, you know by by doing one thing. It's it, that's why it's these little conversations and these exercises that change you for the better. You know, th- thanks for that feedback, Jackie. It's it's um, in- incredibly valuable, and and I always I always like hearing that. And at the same time, I I think part of that is, I think part of that's what we bring to the table. I think the other part of that is the perspective of living, breathing, uh, waking, and sleeping leadership, understanding <laughs> what it looks like, what it doesn't look like. You know, because everybody else inside the organization, all of your peers, the people above you in the organization, the people below you in the organization, they all have a competitive perspective. Do you know if you're ahead of them, their perspective is catching up. If you're behind them, their perspective is always staying ahead of you. If you're peer to peer, shoulder to shoulder, um, there's this crazy competition of ideas in the organization. And so, you know, even when you do get good feedback from people that you're close to inside an organization, I, I don't know that any of us ever think that is completely, perfectly altruistic, clean feedback. Do you know? And, and we're outside yeah. the organization. We're not we're not in the rat race. We're not in the competition for ideas. And we live, eat, breathe and sleep leadership. So I can look at it with a totally different perspective, mm-hmm. a totally different lens and say, hey, here, here are some things that I think might get in your way based on, you know, what I see. Here are some things where mm-hmm. I think you're, you know, probably you need to leverage these a little more strongly because that's a competitive edge that somebody else in the organization may not have. But, you know, it's, it's, it's good to hear. It's good to hear it. And, and it's good to know where that comes from. Yeah. And I think the external 
perspective too is you have to have it in any business. If you're going to be successful, if you're going to grow as a person, whether you're working here or there, you have to get an outside perspective. Absolutely. Leadership is the conversation. We hope you've enjoyed today's discussion. We'd love for you to join in the conversation on this topic by visiting our website at www.equisconsulting.com and share your thoughts with our leadership community. Thank you and keep the leadership conversation going.